0: And welcome to Penguins to go your daily dose of Pittsburgh Penguins news and analysis. You can find us on YouTube at inside the Penguins or anywhere you get your podcasts from. I'm your host, Nick Berlanski. And today I want to talk to you guys about the Pittsburgh Penguins blue line, specifically because I believe they found their new top pairing, usually at least for the past six, seven Shoot, maybe even like eight years. It's been Brian Dumlin and Chris Letang. But it was pretty evident early on in the year that Brian Dumlin can no longer handle the workload of a top-pairing defenseman. Shoot, I don't even know if he can handle the workload of a top-four defenseman at this point, but this is besides the actual point. I'm not here to bash on Brian Dumlin. I feel like I've done that. I feel like the fan base has done that. More than enough for the entire season. So gonna to cease to talk about him, but on the other side of him is is Chris Letang. Obviously, Letang is a franchise defenseman. He is somebody whose number could be up in the rafters at PPG Paints Arena. And this entire discussion has nothing to do with his performance. Or very little to do with his performance. Of course, right now he's injured. So that's not even a question. But I feel like the Penguins have found their new top pairing. And the top pairing that even when everybody's healthy, should be put out there for the most minutes. Especially at 5-on-5. Five five. And that pairing is Marcus Petterson and Jeff Petrie. Since Jeff Petrie came back, that pairing has been... As good as it was the day he got injured against the Buffalo Sabres. In two games played, 55.84% of the shot attempts at 5-on-5. The goals for versus goals against, they've scored one goal. They've allowed zero. Pretty good. And then also the expected goals for the the big stat for defensemen, 55.17% of the expected goals for at 5-on-5. They've played over 37 minutes of time at even strength together. No other pairing for the Pittsburgh Penguins in the past two games has over 26 minutes. So clearly, Mike Sullivan and the coaching staff understand that this right now is far and away the best defensive pairing that they have. If you look back through the entire season, not just the past two games since Jeff Petrie came off of LTIR. But in the expected goals for category, I mentioned that it is a very, very important stat when it comes to defensemen. It's one of the best ways to measure a defenseman and their actual ability at being a good defenseman, right? If you look at that stat over the entire season, with a minimum of 150 minutes played together, the pedersen petrie combo are second in the National Hockey League. 62% expected goals for in all situations when these two were on the ice together for the Pittsburgh Penguins. The only D pairing that they're behind is Elias Lindholm and Connor Clifton from Boston, who have 65.8% of the expected goals for, but Petrie and Pedersen have played over 60 more minutes together than that Boston duo. Not to take anything away from Lindholm and Clifton, But 60 minutes makes a massive difference in all of this situationally. So I am confident in saying that the best D pairing, at least the most effective D pairing in the National Hockey League this season is Marcus Pedersen and Jeff Petrie. Did I expect to say that when I was at Penguins training camp in September? No, I did not. At that point, they were putting those two guys together, and you were like, okay, you know what? That's cool. The cute little stories coming out from Michelle Cracchiolo. Hey, they're both Petey, so what? who's going to be which nickname? Who's going to drop a nickname? Who's going to change a nickname? Jeff Petrie humbly saying, you know what? He was here first. And Marcus Peterson saying, he's the veteran. And you can tell there was already a level of respect between the two of them, but the rapport that they grew throughout that quickly, and I know Petrie struggled early in the season, but it was only about maybe two weeks, three weeks into the season that they started to hit their stride. And by the time Petrie exited the lineup with that injury in December, they were one of the most dominant shutdown defensive pairings in the National Hockey League. Not only that, but Pettersson has gotten better this season as a result of playing with Petrie in the offensive zone. He's gotten better at moving the puck, making that first pass out of the zone. And Petrie has always been good at that. He's always been tremendous at moving the puck, transitioning the puck. That's why the Penguins went out and got him. Because he can do that with also more of a defensive focus than a guy like Mike Matheson could bring you. Matheson was younger. Matheson had higher offensive upside. But Petrie had the stabilization. And I loved what my co-host Nick Horwat on Tip of the Iceberg called him. He said, he's a Mack truck. And he is. The dude is not going to wow you with his skating. If you want that, go to Latang, Go to Ty Smith. Those guys are skating savants. But Petrie is just a Mack truck with beautiful hands. Underrated hands. He's not going to dangle somebody out of their shirt, but the confidence that he carries the puck with and the stability that he brings to this blue line is unmatched. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg. The first Chris Letang absence, of course, Letang has had a rough couple of months. But up until the first Letang absence, the Penguins had played 22 games. Letang had averaged 23 minutes and 54 seconds of time on ice. Petrie had averaged 21 minutes and 35 seconds. So fairly close, Letang getting the advantage. Of course, Letang, being the veteran, especially early in the season, was given the most minutes. I would love to have Latang be kept at 22 to 23 minutes per game. Again, nothing against Chris Letang. Absolutely nothing against him. But we have seen him since 2014-15 average almost 26 minutes a game. Averaged only almost playing half of every single game. The guy is in his mid-30s. And he can still do it. I'm confident that he can still do it. But if he doesn't have to, why would you force him to? So what I would like to see, and it doesn't even have to be a massive split. Especially in time on ice. If Petrie finishes with 22-23 minutes and Latang finishes with 22-23 minutes. And your third pairing finishes with 15-16 minutes. I think that is a great thing for the Pittsburgh Penguins defense. You're not overusing Chris Letang because if you look at the forward side, that's the problem right now. They're overusing the top two lines and we're all going to be worried that at the end of the season, they're not going to have any gas left and it has nothing to do with their age. We're worried. They're not going to have gas left because a human being should not have to carry a team or six human beings should not have to carry another six for 82 games. And right now, that's where we're at with the forwards. They don't have to do that with the defensemen. In order to fix the forward side, Ron Hextall is going to have to make a move, make a trade, call somebody up, this, that, the other thing. It, it's a busy, busy conversation that we've had and we'll continue to have. But the defense, you, you got to commend them. The defense, if healthy, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. And it's led by this pairing, Pedersen, Petrie, Pedes the Dragon, and the Mack truck, if you will. So even when this defense is fully healthy, once Chris Letang is back, and we hope that that is soon, we don't know if it's going to be before the break. There's three more games tonight against Florida, Thursday against Washington, Saturday, I believe, is the, the next one. I believe, yeah, Saturday is the last one against San Jose. If they don't get Latang back by then, of course, you go into the bye week, you have about six, seven days off. You expect them to be back the first game back after that. So... In the next four games, we expect to get Chris Letang back on the ice. Huge momentum boost, huge boost in play, and also huge boost in that locker room. You saw the spirits of this team go up just by him returning from Montreal. He's beloved in that locker room, and for good reason. But once he returns, play him along with Pio Joseph on the second pairing, allow him to ease his way back into action, not have to go up against the best that the other team has to offer night in and night out, and watch the Penguins flourish. Because I think we can all agree, Brian Dumlin should not be playing next to Chris Letang. That ship has sailed. Marcus, Pedersen, and Letang, it's okay. Pedersen has been very good, and that's an okay top pairing. But these two guys together, Pedersen, Petrie, why separate them? Put them as your top pairing, at least with usage and minutes. And put Latang with P.O. Joseph. Deploy them as the second unit. Because I feel like P.O. Joseph has deserved and earned a right to be a top four defenseman. He's been playing at that level this season. Put him with Chris Letang. Put him in the second slot. The second pairing slot. And watch this team flourish. Now the third pairing, that's another question. Will Doomlin be taken out of the lineup? I don't think he will. And it's him and Ruta when healthy. Ruta is that third-pairing right defenseman. I feel like it should be either Friedman or Smith. Preferably Smith. But again, I understand that's probably not going to happen because of contracts and yada, 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 salary cap, everything like that. But like I said, for that top pairing, Jeff Petrie brings an offensive edge and gets things going in transition. His confidence is evident with the puck and Marcus Pedersen, who is coming off of his worst moment of the season with that too too many men on the ice penalty that he took at Prudential Center on Sunday. It's partially not his fault. I said it on yesterday's episode. Listen, a second here, a second there and also credit to the New Jersey Devils second man back for actually hustling to make that a play and make that a call. It's not all on Pedersen, despite him taking the, the blame for everything, which you got to love to see. That's the worst moment he's had this season, and it's not particularly close because he hasn't really had that many bad moments. He has been the Penguins' most consistent defenseman all year, the 22nd-ranked defenseman in the National Hockey League in expected goals in all situations at 56.6%. But he's the third on the Penguins. Jeff Petrie is 19th in the NHL and Chris Letang. I've said it all along and I want to end this episode by saying none of this is about Chris Letang's performance. Because Chris Letang, right now, in all situations, 15th best defenseman in expected goals percentage in all situations. 57.7%. The Pittsburgh Penguins if healthy, have a really good defense. And it should be led by Marcus Pedersen and Jeff Petrie. That's going to do it for this episode of Penguins to Go. Remember, you can find us on YouTube at Inside the Penguins or anywhere you get your podcasts from. I just want to say thank you so much for tuning in. Let's get ready to watch some Penguins hockey against the Florida Panthers later this evening. Big game in the standings when it comes to the Penguins holding onto that last wild card spot right now and the Panthers climbing down their back. So we will see how that pans out. We will see more Petters and Petrie, I guarantee you, tonight. And we'll see what happens with Chris Letang on the injury front. But that's going to do it for this one. We'll see you guys next time. Have a great day, Penguins fans.